0: hello welcome to the house music connection podcast i'm your host tony fuel each week we have conversations with a different uh, artist to share industry insights we'll talk about uh, personal stories and some challenges and some successes uh, so that we can all learn from each other and ultimately feel more connected to one another as a house music community in this week's episode we get to connect with jack van jones His real name is Tyrone. Tyrone hails from Toronto, Canada, and we'll talk about the scene there. We'll also talk about how uh, Tyrone uh, got into house music a little bit later in life than a lot of us did. Um, But at that point, he decided that he would transition from being an open format DJ to uh, becoming a house music artist. Uh, so he's, uh, over the last few years, he has released uh, quite a few uh, productions and he has no plans of s- slowing down anytime soon. So, uh, you know, with, with that and with no further ado, let's get into the conversation so we can hear more about his story. How's it going?
1: I'm good. I'm yeah. Good. Just real busy doing real good.
0: Yeah. It's good to have you on the call.
1: Well, I'm I'm, I'm always, uh, I'm always up for interviews or anything like that, so, mm-hmm. you know. Whenever okay. I get the chance to do it, I love doing these things.
0: Cool, nice. All right, so um, you're from Toronto. For listeners who may not uh, know, um, can you um, can you give a little bit of a, I guess, like a one minute uh, kind of rundown of of you and uh, who you are and and why you in house music, yeah, all that stuff, real briefly. Okay,
1: so so my so I'll go back to when I first started, I started in 2010. Uh, very mm-hmm. late into my life. A lot of people, they started in their teens or in their 20s. I started when I was 40 years old. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, now, I'm now 52. I'm going to turn 53 mm-hmm. next year. And um, these like my 13th, 14th year as a DJ. Uh, probably another, uh, I think, six or seven years as a producer. But the last three, I've really been focusing on that, especially during the pandemic. Um Originally born in Montreal, but we moved around a lot, moved out west. And then I was in Ottawa for 17 years. and In 2001, I came here uh, in Toronto and uh, haven't looked back ever since. Best move I ever made, by the way. Mm. Uh, and uh, when I first started as a DJ, I used to go by Mr. T-Dot. And that was a name that my friend and I came up with and uh it was i was doing mostly like um uh, called open format so it's like different genres you know just so that i could f- uh you know figure out how to mix and all that stuff i really wanted to have that experience like i can go okay i can do reggaeton here i can do hip-hop here i can do classical music here or i can do this here or whatever i just really wanted to mm-hmm. be versatile um i've always right i, I would say i've been a house head but i think you know I really got back in the house in 2005 when I heard uh, "Lola's Theme" by Shapeshifters. Mm, I really got yeah. back into that, and I started and I started really listening to a lot of their house. But I was still listening to hip hop, R and B, and all that kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't until 2020 is when I really got into doing the house thing, and it's because I'm finding. And I don't know if you may find this or not, but I found at the time, and even now today. A lot of the top 40 music, I'm just not liking anymore. A lot of hip-hop, R&B, right. it's not the same as it used to be. Uh, it's it's uh, more, I wouldn't say manufactured, but it's just, it's not uh, n- natural, authentic, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though hip-hop is, is mostly uh, samples, right? But... Mm-hmm. Now it's 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 more auto tune now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You it's think so? Yeah. Auto tune a lot, so? more yeah. a, lot of, yeah. a lot more um, technology. I don't I mind technology. Don't get me wrong, but when it's the same, I hear the same thing over and over again. It's it's I'm, I'm I'm a guy that I don't mind consistency, but when it's like the same thing over and over again, it's like I don't want. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't want to be a part of that. Right. I always like doing something different every 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 time I do a track or every time I do a set. It's never the same thing. So, um, mm-hmm. but the last, the last yeah, three I years, think the,
0: yeah, the vibe, I think the vibe sorry, is like different though too. I was like, I mean, yeah. I like, I, so the, I, I like, I like hip hop music, but like, I, I feel like the vibe and the scene is different and yeah, I don't know. just, I like the, I'm more attracted to the house music vibe than the hip hop yeah. vibe.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, what uh, this is, this is the same. i I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Well, we say house is, a, house is a feeling, which is true. And mm-hmm. I can also say that salsa and bachata and Latin music is a feeling. Hip-hop's a feeling too, but it's a different kind of feeling, mm-hmm. especially from back when it first totally. started back in the day, right? Now right. it's it's either I'm going to have sex with 16 girls or I'm doing doing some kind of drugs that I never heard before or I'm going to drink until I drop or something, something like that. Right, mm-hmm. and a lot of it just sounds like I said. A lot of it's a lot of it's auto tune now. There's a whole lot of auto tune mm-hmm. going on in there, so it's it's yeah. kind of like compared to what you're hearing from guys like Eric B. and Rakim, or even going up into the days of the Bad Boy days, where kind of where the whole money, drugs, and rock and roll started. But it mm-hmm. wasn't as bad then as it is now, and I'm and I'm and I'm finding that. Uh, the music that I'm hearing is 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 like the lyrics are just like wow, I, this is what you guys are listening to now, you know. Yeah. Um, anyways, back to back to my journeys to sort of finish that off a little bit. So in 2020, I decided to go strictly to house, and I sort of took a gamble on that because the year before I only did two tracks and I never released them. And then I just sent them out. I finished them, I sent them out, and I got signed to Pure Beach Records, which was sort of the staging for where I was going to go. Because then I ended up signing with Deep Fix, and then all these other labels started getting interest And because uh, I wanted to do more. And now, three years later, I can't even tell you how many labels that I've been signed to. I can't even tell you how many tracks I've done, especially this year. This year has been crazy.
0: Yeah, it's, Which, you're on fire. Your Look shred- at the tracks for us. It's uh yeah, you're on yeah. fire. Mm, yeah, so yeah.
1: next year I'm gonna slow it down a little bit because I want to put more mixes out there. I want to put more, you know, not just my music, but other people's music as well. But it sure. has been a hell of a ride and I and I think that was it was a sort of calculated risk because I was at a point mm-hmm. where I wasn't really getting where I wanted to be at in 2019. And I said, if, if this doesn't work, then I'm just going to stop. But mm-hmm. fortunately for me, it did work. And I sort of found my own voice. And all this. I changed my name in 2018 to Jackman Jones because I saw a sign mm. on the storefront said Jack Jones. And mm. and I was told by people, you need to change your name. But mm. I didn't want it to just be change it right away. It had to happen.
2: Mm.
1: And in 2018 in January, it did happen but I really didn't become Jackman Jones until 2020 when I started doing the house thing. And that's what it had. It, the name had to be connected to something. It just couldn't be connected to a bunch of things. It had to be connected to something.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: Jackman Jones, house music, great connection there. I still love playing my, my old school and, and, and all that and whatever, but I'm more of a house guy now, which is, which is really good for me. So I, I feel that's where I need to be because I can be myself and, mm-hmm. I can bring out music that people haven't heard and it can shock their minds to be like, oh my God, you know, like, well, oh, what's going on? What's this track? What's this remix, this remake? I got to have it. And then you, and then, some of the compliments I get is I remember you're at this spot at this time, you played this, you played that, you played that. That is what I like. I like
0: yeah.
1: people saying, you know, they remember the set or they remember a mm-hmm. time or a specific track that you played,
0: yeah, right? for sure.
1: So that's yeah. that's giving people I love that experience
0: that. And, and those memories, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So when you say that it um, it worked, what's your definition of, of something working? Like um, we're none of, none of us are in it for the money. We're in it for you know the love yeah. of the music, obviously, and everybody, all of us are in it for the love of the music. But when you say yeah. it worked, what is your, I guess, interpretation of? something working
1: well for the nine years I was I was um, doing the open format thing I was trying to make my own mark I wasn't I found in the in the in that commercial um, the commercial side of things everybody wants you to be something that they want Mm
2: -hmm. That you
1: have to be this kind of person be this kind of DJ play this kind of music and Mm -hmm. take requests that half of them don't make any sense Right. And I just had enough because I wasn't being me. I, I'm more of a give and take kind of person. Okay, mm-hmm. let me do this. And if you want me to play this, I'll put that in. I'll give you that. But let me do this for you as well. Right? Right. It's not, I, I know that we're supposed to play for crowds and that's fine. But, and this is where people are going to get shocked when I say this. I don't do that anymore. I Mm -hmm. play music to shock your mind. That's Mm -hmm. what I do. Something you didn't know you wanted to hear. And I'm finding a lot of Top 40 Days now, they're just throwing music out there just to fill a dance floor. They're not Mm -hmm. even taking the time to say, I got 100 tracks. Let's see what I can put together to make an amazing set that people are going to remember. Because I I see this all the time where they're just throwing music out there because – they got a, the, the bar wants to get a certain amount at, at night, every night, and they mm-hmm. want people getting drunk and all this stuff. That's not what I'm all about. I'm all about creating mm-hmm. that musical experience that you're going to remember for years to come. That's what I do, right? Whether you didn't want to hear the music or not, I don't, yeah. like I said, requests, fine, as long as it goes with what I'm doing. Right,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. I've, I, I, we could sit here for two hours and talk about the crazy requests that we've gotten.
0: <laughs> right, which
1: we're not going to do.
0: But like, can you play me, this one? You, a, people will come up to you literally and say, "Can you uh, play this from my phone?" You know, like as a, you. if you're doing mainstream. You know. So, like, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, we crazy. could probably write an entire book of mm-hmm. the worst requests ever done. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's it's not like I'm against the people. I just want you to listen to something that you didn't know you didn't want to hear. Right. It just comes right out of the blue. You're shocked. Because like, that was the experience that I always got with DJs back in the day. Whether it was a hip-hop set, or whether it was a house set, or it was an R&B set, you could hear a remix of, of a song you liked. Oh, my goodness. So I, and I went up to DJ, I went, what's this remix? You know, you know? And they would tell me, oh, yeah, okay, now I don't have to go get it. Right? That's the thing. And I get compliments mm-hmm. not just from people who are there, but from DJs as well. It's like, oh, my God, I never heard this remake or this remix before. And I have stuff that I found on the Internet or whatever, um, whether it's a bootleg remix or whatever, like, oh, my God, I, I got to put this in my set. And I'm like, yeah, here you go. Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's those kind of things that that um, that make me want to do more. Instead of just sure. me being a jukebox, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. If you want me to be a jukebox, then start putting money in the jukebox,
0: and i right, have no problem
1: doing that. But I'm not. We're not jukeboxes. That's the right. Thing, right. For sure. We're DJs. We're the ones that bring you the music. So let us do what we do, and then if you have a request that goes with whatever, mm-hmm. sure, no problem. Right. So that's kind of where my philosophy is, and that's why I made that switch because now I can be me. And I can do what I want to do and be able to, you know, not shock the system, but sh- just just give the people a music experience they've never heard of before.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. So um, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Uh, so you recently went to the UK. Uh, was that your yes. first time?
1: Yes, it was.
0: Yeah. And so how was, how, how was that trip? Tell, tell us about that.
1: Um. It, okay, first of all, it wasn't really well-planned
2: because
1: mm. uh, there were a few obstacles in the way and stuff like that. But um, I got to meet a number of people that I had been um, following in the UK, and, and I've worked with a lot of artists from the UK as well. Uh, the scene down there is very diverse. Mm. You have you have your soulful music on one side. You got your garage and UKG on the other side, and you got your jacking. Um you know they got their own tech and techno side of things and, and what have you. Um, I I went to see uh, Hansel and Gretel play at a tech thing, an all day tech mm. thing, and um, you know the people were just loving the music and uh, having fun and all that. So um, we kind of have that here, but it's a diff- it's a different vibe when you when you go to a Toronto event versus a UK event. It's completely different, mm.
2: um,
1: but. Um, the one thing that I've that I've that I've been told, even from that, I got to meet Hansel and Gretel because I've been following Hansel and Gretel for a long, long time. I even had them uh, when I was in the pandemic. I had a show called the Mac Jones Broadcast, and they actually and I would put uh, DJs on their live on a live stream, on mix called Live, and uh, they were and they were they were they did you know they play all kinds of different house, but it's the way they do it, and it's the same thing they they play music that shocks everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And uh very, very nice ladies. And um and I think they had the best set there. Uh, but unfortunately they went on I think second out of mm-hmm. like like 10 or 50 DJs that were supposed to be there. Uh wow. not a big fan of that, just to let you know. I think less is mm-hmm. more as far as I'm concerned. But um I agree. But they were but they were telling me that there is, and there's a lot of female DJs in the UK. There apparently there's some kind of a jealousy going on because a lot of mm. female DJs right now are killing in the UK, and uh, it's it's forcing the guys to step the game up, and that's why a lot of these <coughs> these ladies are starting to be the first or second ones. And there's a lot of a lot of great um, female DJs. Like I can name a few: MJ, Lindsay Ward, Nushi mm-hmm. D, uh, Shiloh, Hassel, and Gretel, uh, Miss mm-hmm. Ray. And there's a number of others that I can name, uh, and they're they're doing extremely well. And uh, they even have there's even an event called Queens that Anna C. puts on. I think once every three months, and she puts these female DJs, it's all female DJs, and they just kill it, mm-hmm. right? But it's it's yeah. not it's because they're females it's because they're doing what they love to do. And if the guys right. are starting to slip, then maybe it's time for them to hmm. <laughs> to get <laughs> themselves to that level, right? But to, this is the way I see it. There should never be any jealousy. There should never be any competition between DJs because we're right. all in this for the music, right?
0: Right. Our like, only competition really mind. is ourselves, right? Like we yeah. can compare. The only thing we should exactly. really be comparing ourselves to is like who we were yesterday, who we want to yeah. be tomorrow, right?
1: That's right. Every time I do a set, I always think when I go home, okay, what can I do next? Or what mm-hmm. can I do better, right? I, right. I'm, you're only as good as your last set. Are you only as good as your last track? Never, never, ever sit on that same level or your laurels. Always see if you can go higher up, even if it's just a little bit.
0: Right, for sure. So Constant improvement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Anything more about the UK that you want to share?
1: Well, uh, I rode the tube and the tube is nice, but it's mm-hmm. long as hell. <laughs> and it's, oh, it's it's massive compared compared to Toronto's three lines. There's like 14 lines in in uh, in uh, the UK, but they go all over the place. And their, their train mm-hmm. network is is unbelievably extensive. Like it, mm-hmm. they go all over the place. Uh, That's awesome. the people there are very nice. Uh, uh, the place I was staying at had tons of, of uh, tons of shops and and places to go and whatever. Uh, I was actually near Wembley Stadium. I didn't go to Wembley. I didn't go to Wembley Stadium, but I walked through the area of Wembley and all that. Um, I I only had – I was supposed to have three radio spots, only getting one because there was some other stuff that was happening with the other hosts and whatever. So, But mm-hmm. I said that when next time I go, I'm going to make it longer and I'm going to plan it a lot better where I can meet sure. everybody if I can.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I love the UK. I've loved the UK from afar. I love it now mm-hmm. since I've gone there. And I want to go back again. I want to go back several times, as a matter of fact. So,
0: yeah, I mean, being in North America and being into dance music, you know, I've been into dance music for as long as I can remember. I mean, from my teen years. And yeah. there's, I've always had this romanticized view of the UK being kind of like this dance music mecca and, um, you know, it, it being a lot more accepted over there than it is in. Or, than it is in North America and, and I mean until EDM came along um that was the case anyway but um and I, I wouldn't necessarily even uh say that um EDM is really my thing anyway so mm-hmm. so yeah but I mean yeah I've always had this romanticized view of the UK being kind of like this promised land for dance music and especially underground dance music and different you know genres and whatnot so I don't know I I have I have not been yet to the UK but uh, I need to I need to get there
1: Yeah, no, no, seriously, it's, uh, it's a, I think it still is the Mecca to a certain extent Mm -hmm. to, for certain things. Um, And, and there has been a lot of great dancers that come out of the UK and Mm -hmm. not just the UK, but from Italy, from France, from Germany, uh, you know, where any part of, uh, you know, Switzerland, anywhere
0: in Europe. Yeah, pretty much. Anywhere in Europe, a lot of, a
1: lot of like from, I say from the mid nineties to up the way to 2010, maybe even beyond that. Mm-hmm. There's been so many great tracks, so many great music, so many great artists mm-hmm. that have come that, that have come out and everything, and, and it's uh, you know, and I think the UK sort of a little bit of the center, but mm-hmm. there's been others that have been that uh, from other countries and whatever. So right. even even now, even now, right? Uh, yeah, it's not just the UK. There's Italy. There's there's a, a bunch right. of DJs and producers mm-hmm. from Italy. They're doing a lot of great jacket and new disco. For uh, sure, there's yeah. A bunch, there's there's a a lot from Mexico. There's mm-hmm. a, a yeah. number from Mexico, whether it's new disco, garage, or whatever. Um, yeah, and also um, another country that's really blown up is South Africa.
0: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like
1: from not just the Afrobeats, but you know, just soulful house mm-hmm. and yeah. deep house and what have you. There's been a lot of like we, we can name Vanessa Jackson right mm, there. Right. Yeah, she's worked. I've worked with her. Mm-hmm. I think you, well, you did the remix for the track, the first, the mm-hmm. only track I did with her, yeah, yeah. and which, by the way, was well received. And I thank you for that. Awesome,
0: good to hear. Yeah, yeah and, no problem. Uh, and it was she's fun.
1: worked fun. And yeah, and she's worked with everybody, like everybody and ever anybody and everybody I know. And mm-hmm. every one of her tracks is charted or has been played anywhere. So she's mm-hmm. doing extremely well. And the thing is, she's so humble. She's so nice. Last year, she actually sent me a, a, a happy birthday song. So I thank her for that, by the way. So that, very that, cool. was yeah. nice. that was awfully nice of her. Uh, is, I will yeah. eventually work with her, but just right now, my, my musical things are shifting towards another way right now. so mm. But Vanessa Jackson, um, another guy is Miguel Scott is another one mm. that's doing very well in the deep and soulful genres right now. And uh, there's a few others too. Right, and, absolutely. Uh, there's, but,
0: there's quite a few, yeah all over Europe and the, the world now. So that's, that's awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I yeah, gotta love uh, globalization and yeah, how we yes. can all just like connect now in a way that we, you know, that we weren't always able to, you know, so. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm able to, I'm able to work with, <laughs> with the way social media and all these, you know, retransfer and, and all these programs mm-hmm. work. Now you can connect with anybody like we're doing right here. You're in Minnesota. I'm in, I'm in Toronto. So it's like, yeah. Hey, we can do this type of thing. You know,
0: Fun fact, one thing about it is kind of random, but like, um, I just, I recently, uh, actually a few years ago, I, what I I learned that Minneapolis is actually more North than Toronto is. (laughs) You can believe that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun fact. So, yeah. So it gets cold here. (laughs) Definitely. It gets really cold here. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, mixtapes. So you have a lot of uh, you've, you've done a lot of mixes, you have, a, uh, you've done mm-hmm. different mix series and whatnot. Um, yes. So I guess um, you have kind of pivoted from time to time with your with your, the, I guess the branding and like the, the vibe of your mixes. Mm-hmm. What, um, what are some of the factors that come into play when you choose to change directions with your mixtapes or uh, your mix series?
1: I think it's more how I'm feeling, to be honest. Mm, sure. Um, I'll put it this way: um, two years ago, I did. There's I a place I play here in Toronto once in a month called Free Play, and it's a retro arcade bar, and mm. it's my favorite place to play. But I can do, I can go ahead and I can play some R&B, and then I can throw in some like top forty from like ten years ago. And some old school, and then put a little house into it, and then put some new disco. On. My partner and I, we did a Saturday night. We did something based on the movie Saturday night Fever, which is disco. So we put disco, disco house, new disco, disco remixes the whole night. Mm-hmm. The place was packed, and we had people dressed in disco outfits and everything too. It was it was amazing. Nice, that's fun. And and uh, that was something she had never done. Because she's she's also a house uh, does more house than I do,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, it was something that she had, and, and, and she's an amazing DJ. Mel- big up to Melanie Sutherland right now. So just wanted to mm-hmm. put her name out there. Um, but it was it was something that we did, and then going home, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should start getting into this new disco and mm-hmm. see what it, see what I can do. And I released my first. Bunch of tracks in 2023 did very well, and uh, I've got three coming out in in December. Actually, two in Angie B, one would start eight in KB. So nice. I'm still going on, the, on on that on that front as well. So it's kind of like it's kind of based on how I'm feeling. It's not really a trend or anything like that, but it's just like I'm sort of getting away from soulful and deep because I'm feeling that. And no offense to any of the soulful deep house artists and everything, but I'm finding a lot of it's starting to get to be the same thing. Mm. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm trying to break the paradigm. If you want it, if you want to call it that, mm. I'm not trying to be the same thing as everybody else. Mm. And, and that's sort of another, a, a bit of a gripe I have, especially with labels, they want the same sound. And like, why don't you just widen a little bit and yeah. just see where it goes from there. Right. But that's some people, some people like saying the same thing
0: which is fine. Um, well, I, uh, I think that listeners uh, and DJs, you know, they kind of, I don't know if it's like quite this way as much as it used to be, but I mean, uh, I don't know, like you know, that if, if you if you see that something's on a certain label, you kind of know kind of what it's going to sound like and whatnot. And yep. uh, you kind of expect that. And, um, you know, I mean, even if, so I mean, I don't know, I think that in the older days when we when we ne- didn't necessarily have everything online, like if we, you know, if we saw, right. saw something that was yeah. released, if it wasn't in our local record store, a lot of times we could order it and know kind of what it was going to sound like. So I think that's part of it, but I don't know. Things have changed since then. So I, I, maybe, yeah, maybe you're onto something there with, uh, you know, labels maybe needing to be a little bit more experimental or a little bit more, you know. A little, not afraid to take risks from time to time, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, 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 t- I took a risk in 2020, and look where I'm at right now. That's sure. right. It could have, it could have went the other way, and mm-hmm. nobody would have said. Everybody would have said, "No, screw him. I don't want to listen to stuff." <laughs> that didn't happen. Yeah. So I took a chance, and um, I'm, I'm not saying that everyone should take a chance all the time. But if you take a chance on somebody, it just might work. You never know, right?
0: That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. And the beauty is that uh, with the the way the industry is, is that uh, we can, if you know, if our if our sound doesn't really fit the label, a specific label, there are lots of other labels that are looking for content yes. and looking for releases and and whatnot. And so we can we have our pick. I mean, I don't mean it that way, but like we, there's different labels that we can send our demos to. And when yeah. I say like we have our pick, when I have a, when I say we have our pick, I don't mean like it's on uh, you know like we're all that and the labels like are begging to come to us I'm not I'm not trying to sound that like that I'm just saying that like there's enough of a variety that uh we have choices now you know so
1: yeah yeah there there's there's a lot of places you can go it's it's not just one place or it's two or three it's like Mm -hmm. dozens and And a lot of these labels are doing well too
0: absolutely that's the thing
1: a lot of these labels are doing well um I'll, t- I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It's 2022, I think. I think it was last year. I got approached uh, by uh, by Cattivo out of Italy, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, Gabriel Con. I can uh, for some reason I can never pronounce his last name right. Gabriel Condigo, I think is what it is, and Moro Novani. And uh, they messaged me and says, "Hi, you know, we're we just started this label, Cattivo, If you have any music, can you send it to us?" I said, mm-hmm. sure. And I, I kind of felt that felt nice to me that they had been noticing that I've been doing stuff. And right. you don't really, yeah, hear totally. that, don't really see that a lot in labels. You don't see labels saying, by the way, I I love your music, and we're starting this. If you have any of this type of music, please send to us. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really see that, right? And uh, I thought it was really nice of them. I've had a few others too, but Kativa always stands on my mind because they were the first ones. Hmm. And I have released a number I thought the latest one I just released, which is called Right Now, uh, which did very well. And that was an unusual one because that was more like a classic house sounding track. I started to get into that this year and it did very well. And um, my plan was to release at least one track with them every year because they've been very good to me. Not to mention their album covers are amazing. (laughs) <laughs> you yeah, know, they do so great
0: artwork, and the, they're well-organized, and, and yeah.
1: Exactly. It's just like, For wow. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, so they've been very good to me. And that's the first track that uh, with Vanessa Jackson that you remixed as well. That was because mm-hmm. I the backstory behind that is I had tried to send to every Soulful House label, and they basically, one of the things they said, and this really got me, was that they didn't like the voice, which I'm thinking, excuse mm-hmm. me? Really? But then Kativa mm. got a hold of it, and they said, "Yes, we like to put it on." And there you go, and it did extremely well. Mm. So they took a chance on that, and it worked, right? I'm not saying it's going to work every time, but right. you just never know unless you do it, right? I'm mm-hmm. not saying if you think you're going to jump off a bridge and you're going to live, don't, probably not the best idea to do that. But if you well, take a chance on an artist, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you take a chance on an artist. You know, yeah. I say sixty to seventy percent of the time it's going to work, and that's a pretty big margin. Hmm. But but those guys um, hmm. always stands out on my mind because they were the first ones that that approached me with that, and um, I'm always grateful for them. I'm grateful to all the labels I get signed to because they they gave me a shot. So
0: right, yeah. for sure. So you talked about uh, hosting events, you you, uh, had that disco event and whatnot. So, and you were hosting parties before the pandemic, right? And then also um, you've been hosting parties since the pandemic, since things have opened back up again, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Okay. So what is your, um, I guess, how did the pandemic change your perspective of in-person events?
1: Um, I would not say it changed my perspective. It just, it it um, it's made me want to do more, to be honest. And I'll, sure. I'll start. I'll start with when the pandemic started. So the last event I had before the pandemic started, there were three other events going on. Like my events were small. They weren't like mm-hmm. hundred people, two hundred people. I like doing these small parties at a place called Control Room. And big up to Hubert because he's the one who runs Control Room. Hmm. And uh, he and him have a great relationship. Um, So the other two events, one was with Crystal Waters. The other one was a DJ Sneak. And they were literally a mile apart from each other. And they were both sold out. Hmm. Our illustrious premier on that weekend said that on that weekend, everything shuts down on the Saturday. Hmm. And their events was on both of them Saturday. So they had to cancel their events. Mine was the only one that happened that weekend. And we only had about 20, 25 people, but it was mm. packed, and it was, it was great. And uh, and I and I had people ask me, are you going to catch your rest? I said, no. I says, I'm going to make sure every safety precaution is taken. Nobody goes home sick. Anyone does come in sick, we kick them out. And mm. and that night, it was a great night. Nobody got sick. Well, that's good. So that was a good thing, right? And then we had to wait till I think – the summer 20 2021 when they started to ease things up mm-hmm. and that's when we got back into uh um sorry we got back into uh into doing events and then, and of course mm-hmm. where, where my partner and I started was back at free play so um it has it like i said the pandemic never really changed my perspective on events it's just that it's just getting people to come that's that's basically it.
0: Sure. Um, has you but, has it made you appreciate having in person, like being in person with people, more at all? At all?
1: Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, when the pandemic happened, I focused on the music. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. The, right. uh, I did the mixes. I did the Mac Jones broadcast, and I was doing production and uh, whatever. Whenever I had a chance to be online or whatever, I did that. But when mm-hmm. there was a chance to go in front of people, I did that as well. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it, that was the only thing. It's like, you can't really take away, you can't really replace that live experience. You're just not able to right. do that with, uh, with, uh, with live streaming. You just mm-hmm. can't do it. Right. Right. So I, I think, you know, when, when they, when they, uh, sort of, uh, when they sort of, uh, loosened up the restrictions and then eventually in 2022, now we can go full bore, Mm-hmm. Then it's great because that free play they were only going at twenty five percent capacity, fifty percent capacity, seventy five percent. It was packed all the time, and then once it got to one hundred percent, now it's two floors. Now places are packed.
0: Uh, I think that because our lives were so uh, upended uh, because of all the restrictions and everything, I think that yeah. a lot of people though kind of slowed down, and you know, a blessing for a lot of us were that we did get to. Uh, focus on music and and putting music out there and get our, you know, uh, up our level up our skills with uh, production and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, Yeah. definitely some blessings in that. So, uh, I wanted to ask you then, so between doing mixtapes, live events and putting tracks out, if you had to choose one of those things out of those three, um, to, for people to respond to and feel a vibe from, which one would you pick?
1: Um, it's the first one would be playing live, and if, mm, you know, and, sure. and someone coming to me later on or, or during the evening saying, I love this that you did, mm-hmm. whatever. The next one would be the mixes, um, mm. because I was a DJ first, sure. and um, you know, that was my first love. Production came after that. Um, if I was just a DJ, wouldn't care, you know, I, I love doing it, uh, it's a passion of mine. It's, it's like I, I felt that's where. I need to be, you know, out of out of anything in life. Mm-hmm. That's that's who I am. Uh, so yeah, that'd be the first thing. Uh, production is great. Don't get me wrong. I love making new music. And I mm-hmm. love doing remixes and all that. But it's it's more the being in front of a crowd and doing a set and everyone's vibing to it, or you're doing uh, a, a mix you put on SoundCloud and all of a sudden three hundred people like it in the first hour. I'm like oh okay right yeah you know yeah. So,
0: yeah for sure Uh, yeah and everybody's and we all and we all have we all have a different i think our answers would all be different yeah just uh depending on who we're talking to and who you know what is what your your love is yeah that's interesting that's cool so you've got a lot of upcoming projects of course a lot of music coming out and whatnot Uh, what is one upcoming project that you're the most excited about
1: okay um I can't really pick one because I'm excited for all of them. Sure, but there's one that I finally finished after mm-hmm. about a year of getting this done, and it's coming out January 12th. It's I think mm-hmm. it's my second or third release on "Give Me the Night" from Paul Parsons in the UK. Big up to him. Uh, I had tried to work with it with two singers, didn't work out, mm. and then uh, a singer friend of me from uh, well, she's rich from the UK, but she lives in Italy. And her name is Angie Angie B. Uh, mm. She's been a singer for years, mm. and she's been wanting to get into the house thing for a while. And now she's got a song coming out with Clayborg, as a matter of fact, on B Club Milano.
2: Uh, okay, it's coming
1: out next. I think it's either out now or it's coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, that song is called "Come and Get Me," which is, like I said, I, I did, I did the instrumental back in 2022, mm-hmm. and um, and the two singers I had just did not work. I sure. would not mention what they are. Um, <laughs> good, good people, but it just mm-hmm. didn't work out. Sure. Uh, so, but with her, it worked out perfectly. So it was like a you know custom made glove fit in your hand, basically. Uh, did
0: you no write? OG did you reference. write the lyrics? Yeah, did you? No, did she you did. write the lyrics? She did. Yeah. No,
1: I I don't write lyrics. I just do the music. Sure. Um, I, I let I I leave the lyrics to the singer to the mm. vocalist. Let let them put their magic. My philosophy is this: I'll do the music you put mm-hmm. in your lyrics, make it better. Okay. Sure. That's there you go. That's what it is. Yeah. So it, it worked out and uh, it's coming out January 12th. Uh, the other releases, I, I guess I might as well mention the other releases I got right now. Uh, right now, uh, my first uh, track with proper records, Big Up to Danté," in the UK, out now, it's on the top 100 uh, garage, which is uh, mm-hmm. a little different from what I've done. It's mm-hmm. a lot different from the other garage tracks I've done. But... Uh, and I was told it sounds more like, you know, like some old school garage. And I was like, really? doesn't sound like it to me. But if you think that, great. But I like the track anyway. It's called Do What We Do. So get that right now. Um, the next release coming out is with my man from Barkin' Mad, my man, my, my partner, Peter Mack, uh, first track together. And it's called Never Forgiven. It's a soulful sort of deepish house track. And it's coming out on Barkin' Mad Music November 24th. So okay. look out for that. It's on pre-order right now. And then December seventh, my 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 other um, collab with NGB called I Knew. These were lyrics that she wrote, and it has a special meaning to that. Mm. Um, and that's uh another new disco tracks coming out on Orgasmix from Italy. Coming okay. so up to Isavis from Italy, and then yeah. Uh, December 15th, the remix to the first track I did with Ed, Ed Ramsey from from Baltimore. Big up to Ed Ramsey doing some awesome, awesome music mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And I'll be working with some more stuff with him. It's called, the track's called Live Your Life, but it's, uh, Le, it's a LeRoy remix. Hang on, I'll, I'll tell you the name here. <laughs> LeRoy, 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 uh, LeRoy, I think is his name. Tom Roy, sure. I think is his name. From oh, yeah. France. Did it did actually okay. it, it's it's soulful, but it's different. Hmm. And uh cool. big up the I'm soul, to it. yeah. yeah. It's it's gonna it's it's a really, really good remix. And for those mm-hmm. of you who haven't gotten the original, go get the original right now. Call Live Your Life with Ed Ramsey. Great track. Sure. And uh December twenty-second is going to be uh, the one first one I did was Stardate, also from the UK, and KB from the UK. It's called, mm-hmm. it's a long name. Give me a second here. I have it on my list here. It's called The Way You Make Me Feel. Okay, sure. there we go. And that's coming out um, on uh, Bunny Clan. So big up to Max Esposito in, the, in Italy as well. Mm-hmm. So those are the releases I got. And, of course, I did mention, come and get me on Give Me the Night with Angie B. January 12th.
0: Sure. So I'm curious about, um, uh, you mentioned your list, are you using like, just like kind of a word, like a, a Google doc for that? or like, do you use I that have, I have a, a little,
1: I have a little text document that says releases and I just, okay. every, any one of them that I have, I write, I put, I type them in and yeah. I save it. So yeah. if I forget what it is, especially yeah. I've released so much music this year, it's, yeah. you know, for me, even for me, it's hard to keep up. Uh, I just make sure, okay, make sure I get the name right. I get the artist right. I don't want to mm-hmm. you know, misspell and all on stuff. So that's the day. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. I, I'm kind of a systems geek. And so <laughs> I'm, I'm always curious about like what people are using for, to help them stay organized and manage all of the things yeah. that we have to, you know, have to take care of these days as artists, like, yes. you know, between the promotions and keeping track of all the releases and, and, and events and, and whatnot. And, and, any other content that we're putting out there you know social media and and podcasts or whatever uh yeah it's just uh, it's hard to keep track yeah. of all of those things and so and everybody's got like a system and uh yeah it's always it's interesting to uh, some people are really uh kind of analog and just keep it on like a you know a legal pad or whatever and or some you know <laughs> yeah or or sticky notes on the on a whiteboard yeah so i don't know it's always interesting yeah. to find out what other people are doing so that's yeah, yeah. cool Okay, cool. So you've got a lot of things you're um, excited about. That's cool. Uh, how do people, what's the, what is the best way for people to connect with you? Is it like, do you have a website or is it just kind of going visiting your track source page or like Instagram?
1: Well, track source page, look up mm-hmm. Jack Van Jones on, on, on the search. You'll find me there. Sure. Uh, that's where you find all my music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to get at me, Facebook, Jackman Jones 2018 mm-hmm. uh, is Scram, Jackman Jones 2018. SoundCloud, all my mixes are on there. Well,
2: mm-hmm. not
1: all of them. I do have a MixCloud page I don't use anymore, but I'm going to be taking some of a lot of those and putting them on SoundCloud. I don't use MixCloud anymore because uh, I'm for some reason, I'm not getting a lot of traction on there. I get a lot mm. more traction on SoundCloud. Right. So I'm going to be reactivating on MixCloud just so that I can put a lot of my older mixes on there, so that people can listen to stuff from like 2018. I was actually going through the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, I got all this stuff from my old shows, yeah. old you know, mixes, and everything." So you know, I'm just gonna, you know, put that on the SoundCloud now once a week. So I'm gonna be doing that soon. But soundcloudcom slash Jackman Jones 2018 Of course, 2018 is the the name change. Sure. So uh, that's another way you can reach me. Um, I don't have a website. I'm, I'm not really. I did have one, but then I wasn't really paying attention to it
2: mm-hmm. yeah. because
1: I had so much stuff going on, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's it's a little harder because I do my own social media and all this stuff, whatever. Yeah. Whether I'm doing my own I'm doing my events, mixes, music, I do all that all me. It's all me. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on yeah. my phone or it's on my computer.
0: I think so, a lot of us are in that boat. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of so, all the things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh website, I might consider going back into it. I might might do it again. Never know. But for now, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and of course, if you want to check out my music, track source is right there.
0: Sure. I'll put those links in the show notes so that people can yeah. link to it directly from from there. All right. So um, before we wrap up, is there anything uh, else that you'd like to add as far as like your story or house music or anything like that?
1: Okay. So we didn't talk about this yet because I did mention Barking Mad, but okay. if you can see the shirt here. Sure. Uh, so Peter Mack is my business partner. He, uh, I've been following him for the last year or so. Mm-hmm. And he had messaged me back in May or June of this year. And he's a guy that's He's originally from Toronto, but he traveled all over the world. He was in Spain. He was in Brazil, uh, Portugal, um, you name it. He was there. And he used to do his own events uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he started Barking out I think, three years ago and started doing his own music. And uh, he messaged me and he said, hey, listen, I'm coming back to Toronto. I says, would you like to do events with me? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Uh and, and, and the reason the two reasons I did it because I love doing my own events, but to do it with a guy with his with his uh caliber, if you will, you know, with his mm-hmm. with his experience, that's 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 enough for me. But second, a lot of the stuff in Toronto now is no offense to the Toronto scene, but it needs to change up. There needs to mm-hmm. be something new added to it. And and that's why I'm you know, I, I want to bring something new to the table, but I'm also a firm believer in not necessarily networking, but having those relationships
0: Absolutely. with different types mm-hmm. of people. Right? It's community, and right? And that's, that's, yeah. that's why we do this. It's for the community,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. So that's what that's his mission falls under my mission statement, and that's why we work so well together. And uh, he's he's a really cool guy, very uh, outgoing guy, great family man too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he has his vision, same pause under my vision. And we just, we did our first event back in September, December to October, which did pretty good. And now we have a second event coming up in December and it's called Glow. And we're mm-hmm. sort of going to bring back, we're going it to, basically it's anybody, we're going to have Glow Sticks basically. So okay. anybody wants to come in with Glow Sticks all over themselves that present their best Glow, great. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer in doing sort of themes to get the people um, make it fun. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. House music events are fun, but we got to add a little something. I used to do this back in my salsa days. When I used to be mm-hmm. part of a group called Flow in Motion and uh, we would come up with different teams. We did black and yellow. We did a black and yellow party for my birthday. We did mm-hmm. T-shirt parties. We did a pimps and host party, which I didn't think was ever going to be uh, successful, but it was. And we had mm. guys dressed up in these nice pimp outfits. We had these <laughs> ladies dressed up in these, in these outfits, you know, that, you know,
0: I don't know if that would ever work. I'm not going like, to say that. But yeah. Say, yeah. But <laughs> yeah.
1: they were nice outfits, by the way, but yeah. it, it worked right. These sure. things, these things worked. Um, you know, we can also say a black and white part or something. Like, that. like the white part yeah. is, was, was, what is still a big thing. Um, yeah, I wonder, so, I'm just
0: thinking, thinking here, like Pimpson house, maybe. <laughs> It's the pins and Holes.
1: And could, that could work too, yeah. So I'll discuss <laughs> yeah. that with Peter later on. But, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Peter's a great guy, and uh, his music is, is is awesome. And I was mm-hmm. happy to do this collaboration with him, my first one. There's going to be many more. Uh, but we're, we're really serious about getting this thing on the ground. We got plans, and, mm-hmm. and not only that, to not just to bring headliners, but different headliners that you don't normally see, right? Just True. people like we, we want to bridge we'll make bridges to the other countries like the UK and Spain and France and all that, bring all these different DJs that are doing well and bring them here. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we have plans to do that. And but we want to create this, this community, not just for Toronto, but around the world where it's, Mm -hmm. there's no competition. It's just, we're all, we all benefit. Right. There's so many pies now. It's not just Mm -hmm. one pie. There's right. so many different pies, and everybody can have a piece of each and every one of them now. So that's that's the philosophy I have. I know it's a philosophy he has too, and there's others that we know has the same philosophy. So that's where we need to be, because if one person benefits, everyone benefits. So for example, if I didn't was it Black Coffee got nominated for a, for a Grammy or something like that? Yeah, I think so. So if he did, he win. I don't think I don't know if you want. I don't think he did. Did he? I don't
0: know. I'm not really paying attention enough to to the Grammys to to know. But yeah. Well, if, what I'm,
1: the, the example yeah. is if he did, then mm-hmm. everyone benefits because it's like, oh That's wow, true, yeah. first house producer to get a Grammy.
0: Well, there's it been happened. there's been there's been some before I think. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not.
1: So if someone reaches uh, reaches a historical pinnacle, mm-hmm. then the, and it's the brand or not the brand, but the genre that benefits, not just. Right. But the person, everyone benefits. Like, so oh, for sure. You know, so that's sort of the belief that I have. Right. So, if, so for example, if I sell a hundred thousand records, which by the way, I don't think is ever happened in house, everyone benefits because then yeah. it's like, okay, it draws eyes to everybody else. It gets interest for, oh, here's another DJ mm-hmm. just doing this, check him out or check this person out. Whatever. That's, that's the philosophy I have. You know, it's not just based yeah. on Defected or Two Room or Nervous Records. It's everyone else, like Loyal House, like Cativo, mm-hmm. um, right. I, uh, Orgasmix, um, a B club Milano. You know, we can go down the list of so, so many labels out there that want you to be on their label. You know, there's so many different opportunities, and we need to be presenting that mm-hmm. instead of, like, trying just to, who's number one or whatever. I'm just sick and tired of that now right like it's it's not about who's number one it's like who can who like it's not about number one it's about everyone benefiting so it's it's not like we don't like Yeah, well, i'd love to bring sam divine in right sam divine's played here a number of times mm-hmm. but it's not about sam divine it's like there's other djs that are just as good as her right? right that can do that can that can that can do it right and i've met a number of them
0: yeah and, well, and i think they have more freedom I think they have. Yeah. I think they have more freedom to play different music because, like, when Sam Devine comes in, yeah. she's representing Defected, and there's a certain
2: yeah.
0: playlist that she's kind of expected to play, like from both the listener's side, and then I think also from like the, the business, you know, Defected side as well. So it's I, I. think that she's kind of limited to what you know what she can play, and whereas like these other you know other guys can or people can can play a little bit more wider, you know, yeah, wider exactly. repertoire, yeah. So, mm. yeah.
1: And another, another sort of uh, sort of thing for me, too, is I'm beginning to meet a lot of these people that I used to listen to back in the day, mm. right? Nick Fiorucci is listened back in the day. Uh, G Money, who's another legendary Toronto. I used to see him on Electric Circus. Tricky Morera. Mm. Uh, Rob the Boom. Uh, I just found out that a DJ from uh, from England Love Precious. She was part of a group called Ladies First, and I used to watch and I watched the videos on uh, BPM TV. I didn't even know it was her, and she just she just she just threw out the the CD. There says Ladies First. I'm like, wait a minute, I recognize that, and I just went looked on YouTube. I'm like, wait a minute, I saw that years ago,
2: mm. and I'm
1: friends with this and I'm, and I'm Facebook friend. I talked to her a few times and everything. So I'm like, wow. So that's a good thing. I'm getting to meet the people that I used to see back in the day. So that's, that's really cool. That's a really cool thing for me. So
0: awesome. Yeah. That was always cool. to Yeah. Just to connect with people and yeah. Yeah. Just to get to know people better and develop those relationships, like you said. So yeah, cool. All right. Is there anything else you want to uh, just, um, I guess, leave the, leave the listeners with?
1: Well, I do want to say uh, we're coming to the end of 2023 and I do want to thank everybody from everyone who supported my tracks, seeing me live, supporting the shows I've done, the mixes, all the DJs, all the singers I've worked with, everybody. Labels, you guys are awesome. And I ain't done. I ain't not done by a long shot. And I've always said this, the music doesn't stop and neither does Jackman Jones. I'm going to slow down a bit, but I'm still going. So, And I look forward to meeting more people in 2024 and beyond, you know, and also maintain relationships have with everybody else. And I feel I have maintained relationships with a lot of the people that uh, I've met, whether virtually or in person over the years. So where I'm going to continue that. So I, and I say to everybody, keep doing what you're doing because the music out there, it just gets better and better every single time. So just true. Keep put, just just keep putting out that music, keep mm-hmm. putting on music because people need to hear this. And if, I'll get it out for you trust me I, I share my stuff on facebook i i don't know if you can do it on instagram but i do it on facebook if i like something it's going on my profile so it's gonna So people are gonna to listen to that so uh but big up to everybody from from the first time i started this up until now you guys are awesome and i'm looking forward to a whole lot more there's a whole lot more coming out of me and i'm sure there's a whole lot more coming out of everybody else so let's keep this going and and of course let's not make it a competition let's Let's do the thing together and bring house music way up here, all the way up here.
0: Nice. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for uh, for joining me in this call.
1: I'm always down to interviews and all that. So, you know.
0: Well, thanks so much. Take care. You're welcome. You too. I hope you've enjoyed this content. I have a free gift for you. If you feel overwhelmed by all of the tasks that we have to complete as artists today, my release roadmap can help. You can download it at tonyfuel.com slash roadmap. It's absolutely free. The tool helps clear up mental energy for creative activities because it gives you one place to manage all of your tasks related to music production, demo submissions, releases, and social media. Gain clarity and make more music today by downloading the, the release roadmap at TonyFuel.com roadmap.